Welcome back to another episode of Tip Tops and Flip Flops. In our sixth episode this week, we are looking at Henry Winkler's filmography. In this episode, uh, I make it very clear that I have just rewatched all of Wet Hot American Summer by mentioning it at least four times, even though Henry Winkler has nothing to do with it. And we get deep into the financial side of running a brothel. As always, thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoy. This week we are doing the one, the only, Henry Winkler. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. Yes. Again, as just said, the one, the only. There's there's really nothing else to be said there. So this is a podcast where Jess and I, we watch the best and the worst movie in an actor's filmography, according to Rotten Tomatoes, according to the critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. Every week we alternate. This week I got to watch Henry Winkler's best movie and Jess watched his worst. I should also say that when we're going through Rotten Tomatoes, we don't look at the ones where they play themselves. Yeah. So we we discount like documentaries and when they play themselves. Yeah, which counted today because Henry Winkler's top two were documentaries, I think. And then the they were they mm. were they weren't things that it wasn't what we're doing. And then the third one was what I watched. Yeah. I am very excited to hear what your relationship is with Henry Winkler because the way that you're excited indicates to me that and we, I know that you know who he is, but like, walk me through it. I know. Okay, so big, huge news. I know him. Huge news. Let's go. I know this man. Not personally, wow. but I know of <laughs> <Yeah>. him. <laughs> I'm a big fan. I know him from Parks and Rec, from Arrested Development, yeah, yeah. from Barry. I feel like, I think Barry was when I became fully aware of him because I think hey. he won an Emmy for that and everyone was like he d- he's deserved this for years I was like yeah. oh he has deserved this for years what a guy yeah 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 great awesome what I, about you yeah I mean Sam obviously love him from all of those things um mm-hmm. he's just such a such a comedy person you know like such a he's in so many things um I know him a lot more from TV I've never seen Happy Days I think I've seen a couple mm. episodes here and there but I've never seen it really um, which was his like big thing. He played the Fonz. I don't know if that means anything to you, but I have heard of it. Never seen it. Yeah. So I've never, I've never, I've seen, you know, I know, I know what that is, and sure, sure, sure. But I haven't, I haven't engaged with it. Sure. Uh, yeah. And also, I, I didn't remember because when I was looking at his filmography to for this and to find my favorite and my Ugh. least favorite movies, I didn't remember that he was in either of these films. That is my favorite and least favorite. So I was, I was pleasantly surprised and also. Pleasantly or, or unpleasantly surprised. I was thrilled that he was in the movie Holes, which I don't remember him being in, but I also haven't seen that movie since I was a kid. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Real, cla- real classic. Like, Holes is a freaking classic in I've my heard, life. You know, I think I've heard of it. It's also a book. Uh, I, you know what he was in? I had another thing eh. that he was in that I f- didn't know he was in. It was like the 2008 Drake and Josh Christmas movie. What? He what? I bet that yeah. flew past my eyes. What? I know. I the 2008 Damn. I think it's called Merry Christmas Drake and Josh. You know, I didn't remember I didn't remember like when you said the Drake and Josh Christmas special, I was like that means nothing to me. Merry Christmas Drake and Josh. That means something to me. <laughs> now that's something. <laughs> now that's, that's something. something. Now I know what you're talking about. Henry Wickler. Damn. He what a guy. What a what a bro. Unfortunately, though, he's done it all. He is also in the film Click, apparently, uh, which I have seen. It is for sure going to be my least favorite on that list. It's real tough. It's about a guy who like gets a remote and can rewind and fast forward. And oh yeah, yeah, you know, you know. Do you have a favorite and a least favorite Henry Winkler film? My guess is, mm, I, I think both, <laughs> both my favorite and least favorite would have to be Merry Christmas, comma Drake and Josh. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it Merry Christmas? to Drake and Josh or Merry Christmas from Drake and Josh? That's a great question. I don't know. Because it's just, a, it's a comma. Merry Christmas, comma, Drake and Josh. But is it like a letter? You know, in a letter you see like XOXO, Gossip Girl, at the end of a letter with a comma at the end. So is it Merry Christmas, Drake <gasps> and Josh? It has an alternate title. <gasps> the alternate title is Drake and Josh, colon, best Christmas ever. So, so 
doesn't really help us, but <laughs> so there we go. Wow. Okay. Okay. So that's so your favorite is Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh. Your least favorite is Drake and Josh on Awesome Christmas, like <laughs> whatever. Best Christmas ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Do you have any uh, interesting facts from Henry Whistler's Wikipedia page? His Wikipedia page is extensive. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Yeah, it is. It's huge. It's, you know, because last week we did Octavia Spencer. This is what I was expecting her Wikipedia page yeah. to be. But hers was so small and this is so big. I found that he has he has a memoir and he's super interested in fly fishing, which I didn't really know what it was. Oh, but now I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you find off we all learn things. Beauty all around so, us. Because I thought I thought it might be fishing for flies, but then I realized no, that we. flies don't <laughs> No flies don't live in the water. Okay, let's pause. <laughs> What did you what did you think it was pra- on a practical level? I lived my whole life thinking fly fishing was when people went and they fished for flies. <laughs> oh my god, sorry Henry, we're going to stay here for a sec. So, so <laughs> you did you think that fly it was water flies? I guess. You know, I didn't really think about the practicalities too yeah, much. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just thought there must be flies around the water that you catch in a net and then I don't know what in you do net? with them. In a net? Flies but... are real small. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, they wouldn't go in a net. Why? Oh, What's the, why yeah. do you catch flies? Well, I, I that's why I was confused. Yeah, but not confused enough to to dive in. <laughs> to look it up. Yeah. Wow, that's... Wow. Mm. Fly fishing. It would make sense. It would uh, linguistically, um, but when mm-hmm. you think about what flies are and what fishing is, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> You're right. Okay. Yeah. 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 I love the argument. It's logical. It makes sense. <laughs> you gotta fish for flies. You gotta get. Gotta get them somewhere. <laughs> but now I know, and Henry Winkler's really into it. And for anyone who doesn't know, it is fishing using an artificial fly to catch the fish yeah it's like on the water and it makes it makes the fish is like oh it's a fly up there yeah crazy who would have thought not me not jess not jessica (laughs) (laughs) um wow okay so my interesting fact from henry wickler's wikipedia page (laughs) is that he has an obe oh um even though he's american which i don't even know how but i I'll off fly fishing. I didn't even didn't see that. It. I did not even see that. Yeah, it says OB. I also wrote down the fly fishing thing. I wrote down two this time because I was like, these are both something. And then, yeah. What's also interesting is with the fly fishing, it also said that he wrote, I don't mean to, <laughs> I also saw that he wrote, um, he's written multiple science fiction book series with a writing partner. I missed that. It's, you saw fly fishing and you you went on a journey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. The Ghost ghost Buddy book series. And there's another one, An too. An alien yeah. superstar. Oh, weird. So his OBE was for services to children with special needs and dyslexia in the UK. Oh, I wonder what happened there. So he got an order of the British Empire for his books. Henry. I find it interesting when Americans get... OBEs because the British the British Empire is what you yeah got independence from. Also, I didn't even know we could. I thought that it was like you had to yeah. be in the Commonwealth. Anyway, anyway, all right. Shall we talk about our films? Let's talk about it. My movie that I watched is called Night Shift, and it is Henry Winkler's highest rated movie. What was your movie called, Jess? It was called Down to You. Okay, all right. Mm. Well, Night Shift is a comedy uh, from 1982. Uh, it was directed by Ron Howard, the great Ron Howard, which was fun to know. Uh, the other cast include Michael Keaton, Shelley Long, Pat Corley, uh, and then there are some people in tidy roles uh, like uh, Vincent Schiavelli, Charles Flesher, a super young Shannon, Shannon Doherty is in this movie. Uh, and also for like five seconds, we've got Kevin Costner for like two seconds and I didn't even notice. Um, now I know that None of those names, except for Michael Keaton, means something to Jess. And that's okay. Uh, that's okay. That's okay. The Rotten Tomato score for this <laughs> film was 93%. And wow. something like weird fun about this movie is that Burt Bacharach wrote multiple original songs for this movie. Now, again, I know that that means nothing to Jess, but I will say he's like a, he's like a famous songwriter. Really, really famous songwriter. 
Cool. I laughed out loud when I saw that in the opening credits. I was like, God damn. Okay. <laughs> what, is, what is your film, Tess? So Down to You was made in the year 2000. And um, interestingly, so it has a 3% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes, but the audience <gasps> score is 48%. Oh, that's up Yeah, that is something. Um, it's got uh, Julia Stiles is the main love interest. Great. Who I know because a week ago I watched 10 Things I Hate About You. (laughs) You've never seen it before? Never seen it before. Never heard of her before (gasps) until a week ago. Oh my God. That movie is all time great movie. That movie is in my top 10 probably. You know, it was, I had a good time. I had a good time. I didn't get the, the main love interest. I didn't get his vibe. Do you know it's based on Taming of the Shrew? I never knew Taming of the Shrew. Okay. But that is interesting. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) Um... It's got the main the main character is called Fr- is played by Freddie Prince Jr. Yes, I don't know him. That's okay, but <laughs> that's okay. Is written and directed by Chris Isaacson. Okay, and um, Ashton Ash. How do you say his name? Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's in it. He's in it. He's in it for a little bit. Wow. This and is also, so two thousand. Um, yeah, very two thousand. And also Zach Orth from. Wet Hot American Summer is in it. Oh. And let me tell you, he's a scene stealer. <laughs> he is great. Okay. All right. What's the round to it? Oh, 3% user. I've got a new, I've got a fact. Okay. It made a loss. Oh, <laughs> it, made okay. a, it made a loss. It made a loss of about $10 million. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah. But that's okay. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. We all make mistakes. We all grow. We all learn. Exactly. And all three of those actors are doing fine. So, all right. I mean, okay. shall we? Shall we do this section where we each have three minutes to talk about our films? Yes, I think that's a great idea. Okay. In this section, we each have three minutes to explain the plot of the motion picture to each other. Uh, mm-hmm. And as I watched best, as I watched Henry Winkler's highest rated film, I will go first. Oh God. Okay. Okay. I'm just preparing myself. All right, three minutes to explain Night Shift. I can't wait. All right, three minutes. Time, timer now and going. Okay, so uh, this is 1982. It's very 1982. So Henry Winkler works in a morgue. He's a mortician, I think. We never really see him at his job, but that's the vibe. He's been there for six years, but then he gets demoted to work at the Night Shift. Title of the film. He, because like basically the boss, it's nepotism. So he gets demoted. And he is engaged now. He's engaged to his fiance. The fiance is not treated kindly in this film. She has some. She has a lot of body issues. She has some issues that translate into having a lot of sex issues. And right, it, it's an example of how he doesn't stand up for himself. And I'm like, mm, okay. So so we'll put that to the side because I honestly don't know how to unpack it in three minutes. But that's going on throughout the film. So he, yeah, this fiance, okay. he can't stand up for himself. Michael Keaton shows up. Michael Keaton's like, yo, hey, I am this cool guy. I have a cassette player. I record things because I have amazing ideas. So he's like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shelley Long, don't worry about it. Shelley Long is there and she she's in the movie and she plays a sex worker. This movie is about sex work and also Borgs. So she plays a sex worker <laughs> and basically she loses her pimp at, at one point. And I don't know if there's another term for pimp that's more like kind to people. I don't know what the word is. This movie goes with pimp. So there's a pimp. Okay. And um, the pimp, it, it's it's bad. He She loses him. He beats her up, I think. Some, or someone else beats her up. Anyway, so basically we're halfway through the film now. And Michael Keaton is has like, yo, I'm an ideas man. Boom, boom, boom. I've got an idea. What if we are pimps and run a, like a, a pimp situation out of the morgue? Out of the city morgue. And Henry Winkler's like, that's stupid. And then sure. like five minutes later, he's like, great idea. So they start doing that. And they're like, we'll take 10% instead of like the normal 90%. And the sex workers are like, got it, love it. And there's so many sex workers. Like there are so many that are into this idea. So basically they start doing that. He and Shelley Long fall in love and they have sex and he's cheating on his fiance. But it's like, we're supposed to be like, I think we're supposed to be like, yeah, that's the right answer. So they, they have an affair. And then basically Michael Keaton, uh, these bad guys come and they start uh, beating up Henry Winkler in the morgue. Michael Keaton gets tricked by these undercover cops. They all, they both get arrested oh then. And then the city apparently is like, mm, this is an election year. This would be really bad if this got out so you guys are free. And I'm like, I'm sorry. They have no 
consequences. They have zero consequences for this. So basically, they are then free. Oh, the fiance breaks up with him. At one point, they have Thanksgiving and her family's there and, and Henry Wiggler's family is there and then they have to go to the courthouse. It doesn't matter. So basically, back to the film. Fiance breaks up with him in jail. She slaps him, which is bad, breaks up with him. And then he is like, everything's, he's back to being just like a mortician or whatever. He also loves stocks, but that's not really, I don't think it's ever really resolved. So that he, he decides like, no, what am I doing with my life? This is bad. So he's like, I'm going to stand up for myself. How does he do it? Via sandwich. Don't worry about it. So he stands up for himself. And then he goes to the new place where, where uh, um, Shelly Long is working. And he uh, kisses her. He's like, I want to be with you. I love you. And he finally says it. She's like, I love you too. And then the three of them with Michael Keaton walk off. And that's it. Three minutes. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so okay. much to talk about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is his best movie. That's correct. That's correct. I forgot. Halfway through, I forgot you were describing the best one. That's correct. I thought it was the worst. That's correct. <laughs> so let me, let, me quick you, let me quickly give you my scores, and then we could do your movie. Yes, so please do. This please also, do. we do our own scoring system every week. Uh, mm-hmm. Out of 100, we have five criteria, and then we deduct it by how many times we've looked at our phone. My entertainment value score out of 20 for this movie, I gave it 13. Now, on a, jo- on a joke level, really good. Really, really, I left it alone many times during this movie. The movie itself, I, I don't even, it's so, so weird. Cinematography score, I gave it 16 out of 20. I liked it. I liked the cinematography a lot. There were multiple moments I was like, that's great. Right? How many high fives the writers should get? I gave it 12.5 out of 20 because the joke level was really good. And it was such a bonkers idea and a bonkers movie. The fact that it wasn't even worse, I was like, that's something. That's impressive. That it wasn't, the fact that it wasn't a bad movie, I'm impressed. Uh, the outfits, the Luke score, I gave it 18 out of 20. I loved it. I loved the clothes of this movie. The clothes were great. Some of the sex workers' clothes I didn't love just because, like, Stilly Long's clothes, it wasn't my style. But, like, Henry Winkler's clothes, mm-hmm. Michael Keaton's clothes, they were wild and I loved it. Uh, how much I want to see it again. I gave it 12 out of 20 because I would watch this movie again with somebody who hasn't seen it. Mm. I don't want to watch this movie again on my own. I wouldn't do that. But I would be down to like watch it with you or what. You know what I mean? Because it's like I want to absorb it again through new eyes. Uh, How many times? All of that deducted by how many times I looked at my phone. Now, I looked at my phone seven times, which is a lot and is unfortunate. Unfortunately, there was a (laughs) 20-minute period where it was just doing something, doing other things while I was watching the movie. It lost me yeah, for a yeah. bit. It was really, it really had me for the first like 40 minutes and then it lost me a bit. So the total score fear for me is 64.5%, which feels correct. That feels right. Thank Beautiful. you. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. All right. All right. So that was Night Shift. That was Night Shift. And then we will dive in more because we will dive We have a lot to talk about with that movie. Uh... <laughs> But now, Jess, Jessica, tell me about your film. Yes, I'm going to get my timer up. Uh, Timer, three minutes. Okay, let's go. This is a film called Down to You. It is a, it is a, I would say, romantic comedy film, but the comedy comes from um, how badly it's written. But Mm. (laughs) so what happens is we've got Julia Stiles and Freddie Prinze Jr. And, um... They talk to the camera a lot. They're trying to do like a flea bag style, but it's very awkward and it doesn't really work. It sort of feels like they're in a mockumentary, but mm-hmm. it, but it but they're not is the thing. So so they're college freshmen. They've never been in love before. Um, Freddie's best friend is like a porno movie star, <laughs> and he's <laughs> like um, he's like. Uh, you go go sleep with that girl over there and that girl over there is Julia Stiles and then they have a really beautiful and quite healthy relationship for most of the movie um, Henry Winkler is oh my god Henry Winkler is his dad Henry Winkler is a famous TV chef and okay so this guy <laughs> so this guy his dad is a famous TV chef and his mum is a DJ she spins <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's what he says. That's what he says. <laughs> so they're going through college. They're having a really surprisingly nice and healthy relationship for most of it. And then she's like an artist and he's a chef and his personality is that he loves fish. She's like, um, she's like, <laughs> she's like, what do you want to do? And he's like, I want to go into fish. 
And she's like, cool, that's fine. I want to be an artist. And then, but then they grow apart. She thinks that she's pregnant, but then she's not. But still that breaks them up somehow because he, they both think that they're too young for this level of serious relationship. So they break up for a while. They date other people. She sleeps with Ashton Kutcher and then that makes him, <laughs> that makes him really angry. There's like a weird moment where he, she, he wants to have sex with her and she says no. And that, that means that he loses his manhood. And there's like a whole dream Yay. sequence of him losing his manhood. And then, um, and then right at the end, they meet each other years later. He's gone into fish. <laughs> He's gone into fish. And she, she is doing something else that I can't remember. And then they, uh, they meet again in New York and they kiss. And then that's the end. Wow. I still, I had 20 seconds left, but I think that's all you need to know, really. Sometimes that's all you need. That's all you wow. need. I've got, I've got a lot of great notes, but that's the general plot. Okay, wait, I can't hear, I can't wait for the notes, but okay, wait, what are your, what are your scores? What are your scores? So, um, entertainment value. There were so many times where I laughed out loud that if I was watching it as a satire, I would, uh, my entertainment value was 15 out of 20 because I, it was hilarious for the wrong reasons. But listen, like, but it entertained you though. But that's something. That's something. Yeah, it was, it was a terrible movie, but I loved it. I think that that, <laughs> I think the, that that's, joy is joy no matter where we find it. I've always said that. I've always said that. So, um, cinematography, I gave it a 12 out of 20. Oh. I thought, you know, it's, it looks fine. It looks like a 90s sitcom. Yeah. Which I quite like. Sure. I quite like that vibe. Um, Rider high fives. <laughs> I gave it a 15 out of 20 because I thought it was so bad. It was good. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right. The writers should give 15 high fives. There are so many amazing lines that just don't make sense. Okay. Like, it, they're not lines that come from the English language, but they <laughs> did it. And I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the looks, I gave it a 10 out of 20 solid, like, year 2000 looks. Mostly Ashton Kutcher's outfits were my favorite. He looked like the, like, goth girl from Breakfast Club. Really? Yeah. That's like, interesting. Like, almost spitting image. Almost that's, spitting image. That's fascinating because he's so pro-y. Yeah, no, he was not. He was, like, the quirky one in this movie. Ashton? All right. Yeah. And then, would I see it again? Absolutely. I gave it a 13 out of 20. Wow. I would love to see this again. <laughs> okay 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 wow wow this is the first movie that i properly like this was this was such an experience i was gonna say i think this is the first movie you've liked yeah <laughs> and it's your fifth it's our fifth one and it's a bad one it's a bad one so overall that comes to 65 which is huge but i did i looked at my phone eight times mm. i'm not gonna lie there was a really slow bit where i played like two games of chess on my phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so overall, it's 57, That's which is not... way higher than... <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> critics, to remind you, critics gave it a 3%. I'm giving it 57, officially. <laughs> which is high, well, higher than the audience as well. You said the audience was like 48 or something. Yeah, the audience was 48. Wow, so Jess is a champion oh. of this movie. <laughs> it was what? It was... Um... You know how Wet Hot American Summer is made as like a joke? Yeah. And it, it felt like that. Like it felt like it was made as a joke. It had that vibe, but, yeah. it, but it wasn't, which adds this whole nother layer to it. Well, and you love a mockumentary. I do love a It's It felt like a mockumentary. And so even though it wasn't, the feeling of it. <laughs> wow. Wow. I mean, Henry Winkler playing Freddie Prince Jr.'s father is great. Yes. And he was perfect yeah he was perfect in the role yeah, yeah. wow I, I can't believe this was your first experience of Freddie Prince. well have you ever seen she's all that i don't think so all right have you heard of it no all right great okay so you haven't seen it <laughs> so i did it when i said i don't think so <laughs> okay all right okay okay she's all that is a is a is a rom-com from 1999 it's a classic it's somehow oh, missed me yeah. growing up yeah it's somehow missed me growing up but like i watched it a few years ago on a plane. It's a real, like, it's teen, one of these teen movies, right? It's based on Pygmalion. Ugh. It's not good. And I'm sorry to all the people who watched it oh. as a kid. As somebody who watched it as an adult for the first time, I get recognized that it's bad, right? It's no 10 right. things I hate about you, which is, we disagree, but I think it's generally unbelievable. But uh, she's all that. I thought one, it was fun. I thought it was yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at one point in She's All That, Freddie Prince Jr. has a 
five minute uh, hacky sack spoken word poetry scene. Wow. Yeah. I would pull up google.com, uh, type it in, mm-hmm. see what comes up. Just just on your own time. I, it's it's really worth it if you haven't seen it because it is one of the funniest scenes in a film. Um, which is I always what I think of when I think about Freddy Prince Jr. is like the hack sack. Okay, so fishing is a real theme. <laughs> Yes. So he loves fish. What does that mean? Wait, I'm sorry. I have. I, we gotta dive in now. We gotta dive in. They never explain. He's just like he's like my passion is fish, and she's like great. And then later on, she just goes, "Oh, you went into fish," and he's like, "Yeah, I went into fish." That's actually how it's worded. This isn't you. That is how it is worded. <laughs> I thought that was just speak. Okay, wait. So, so what is? Does it mean fishing or does it mean cooking? Does it mean like conservatory conservation? I think it means cooking fish. Are there any fish? And this is a dumb question. There are fish restaurants probably, right? That are just, but not sushi, but just like fish. You know what? There is a recurring theme of sushi restaurants. There's a great, there's a moment where Henry Winkler doesn't like a piece of sushi. So he just throws it. (laughs) He throws it onto a different table. And they're like, what the fuck? (laughs) Did Henry Winkler know this was a bad movie? That's a great question. I don't know. Can I can I tell you my favorite Henry Winkler moment? Of course, I would want nothing more. It's it it takes some explanation. So, Henry Winkler is a is a celebrity TV chef in this movie. Did. He wants in classic dad style, he wants his son to follow in his footsteps. They all do. They all do. So, he wants to start a cooking show with his son that but that is like cops. You know, the cops documentary. So he wants him and his son to burst in... This is serious. This is how he describes it. He wants him and his son to burst into people's houses with a SWAT team, hold them at gunpoint, and then then cook for them whilst they're held at gunpoint. He's like, like, I've got a great idea, honey. We're going to... Not honey. I've got a great idea, son. We're going to burst into people's houses unannounced with a SWAT team. No, no, no. Hold them all at gunpoint what? whilst they're eating dinner. What? Then we're going to cook what? them an alternate dinner. <laughs> we're going to cook them an alternate dinner. And he's like, and we can teach the audience like how to cook whilst the family is at gunpoint. And then they serve and then they serve dinner. And that's the that's the idea for their movie. It's called Cooks. It's like cops, but it's cooked. It's not called You've Been Served. Oh, that would be so much better. It's right there. It's right there. <laughs> That would be so much better. Oh, wait. Okay. Okay. What? <laughs> Why does there have to be a gun? Why does there have to be a Swati? Why do they have to break into people's... I mean, I guess it would all be fake anyway, but what? Yeah, but he was like, we got to mix reality TV with cooking TV. And the only reality show they had for reference was cops. <laughs> also, but, wait, but cooking TV isn't script is it fake it's not fiction it's just as much reality as cops that's so true all these all these cooking shows are so are so fake they're being nominated for best drama emmys (laughs) but um the the it was honestly the best part of the movie because they acted it all out they acted out the swat team they did they acted out cooking for the people it was it was it was cinema. Are there people pa- <laughs> Are there people like panicking? Well, they're like it's sort of zooming in on the SWAT team holding them at gunpoint, but yeah. they're a bit like, what the hell? It's it's crazy. Can you imagine you're just eating dinner? You're eating dinner, you're cutting up your cutting up your potato, and a SWAT yeah. team bursts in already. Oh my god. SWAT team bursts in. Then yeah. Henry Winkler comes in, then followed by Freddie Prince Jr. And they're like, Yeah, hold right there, we're gonna hold it right there. Right there. <laughs> lift your hands. You could put down your fork, lift your hands. Mm-hmm. We're gonna make you some fish. <laughs> yeah. What? God, I mean, maybe we should make this show. Question mark. I think it was crazy and beautiful, and it was my favorite Henry Winkler moment. Yeah, that's tough to beat. That's tough to beat. Yeah. Wow. So, um, yeah. Wow! 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 It's called Down to You. The movie. Yeah, it's a very forgettable title because I don't know why it's called Down to You. Well, but thank you, Down to You. Thank you for this idea. <laughs> yeah. At the end, like, she gets a... She gives him a painting that says Down to You on it, but I, do, I don't know why. <laughs> Is that a sec? Maybe it, it's Down to You. I don't it's know. All, but that means you decide. Or, like, you're my last option. It's Down to You. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't really know what the it's comic is. It's Down to is. You. Drake and Josh. 
Well, okay. I mean, there's so much to think about here. So, so they are in college. They are. Okay. I think he's a year older than her, so she's like a freshman and he's a junior. Does it is it does it go through their whole college time or just one year? I think the majority of it is like one year. Okay. And then it like skips ahead. Right. How old are they when he's doing fish? I feel like they've graduated recently, so I feel like they're probably like mid twenties when he's doing fish. Wow, that's really young to do fish. It takes that's so young to do fish oh wow we all want to do fish you know but we're just too young it's just we're just too young in the synopsis i completely forgot one of the biggest the biggest moments of the movie oh boy they get they get into a car crash but it's like it's like not so they get into a car crash they both got blood all over their faces and she's like oh my god we shouldn't have crashed this car and he (laughs) goes he says he says and i quote don't be moody about it oh yeah and then and then they just move on yeah 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 i mean she's being moody you know what i mean like he's right yeah <laughs> she's being she just crashed a car serious? she's being so moody are you kidding yeah. me oh my word that, I, oh my oh. god i'm so sorry there's another part that i forgot in the synopsis what? what is it he drinks a bottle of uh, shampoo and tries to kill himself Okay, when they you, break up. You, you had like 40 seconds left in your synopsis and you didn't. You just, just, this is I huge. I completely this forgot. This is huge. You have to be on it. <laughs> this is just like the Jennifer Lopez I episode when you forgot about the shot of the bus. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, wait. So, so Freddie Prince Jr. So when he's, he's broken up with her, he tries to date other people. It doesn't work. Okay. And then he drinks a bottle of her, of the shampoo that she uses. But I don't know if it is on purpose he's trying to kill himself, but he ends up in the hospital. Does he purposely drinking shampoo or does he think it's a smoothie? It's, it's weird. You know, I've never thought about what drinking shampoo would do to you. Yeah, me but, either. Um, yeah, I've completely forgot. It's, you know, it's not dealt with in like a dark way. It's it's a goof. It's so, he's sort of just like, yeah. he's sort of talking to the camera and he's like, oh boy, did I get myself in a mess this time? I drank a bottle of shampoo. And then he's fine. Is he voiceover talking to the camera or is he looking at the camera right after he drank shampoo and he's like, uh-oh. I think it's a voiceover. Because okay. it's like a zoom in on him with the bottle of shampoo. Because earlier he sniffed <sighs> Her shampoo in a weird in a weird way. Oh, so he's trying to like ingest her. I guess. I'm sorry for saying that. I don't like how I worded that. <laughs> Great. So those those are the two massive things that I missed from my synopsis. <sighs> okay. How first of all, more question about that. How does he have her shampoo if they've broken up? I guess he rebought it just to yeah. just to drink. You know how it is. You know how it is. Oh wow. Okay, my god. There's sometimes when you can't do fish, you know. You get despondent. You gotta do shampoo. Yeah. You yeah, gotta yeah. do shampoo. Oh boy. Um Okay, so should we talk a bit about your movie? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean normally we try to go back and forth a bit more, but guys, I'm sorry, just we gotta talk these movies are, are real wild cards and they really gotta be unpacked one at a time. Um Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I I would say uh, okay, I the as I said, the chill quality was really good. It was I laughed out loud multiple times. It was genuinely funny. That's pretty good for the eighties. That's a good oh good I, it stands as a funny movie. Well, it 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 wasn't. I mean, this is a movie about sex work and morgues, and also side note, a fiance who has real body issues. So right. like. So not entirely. It doesn't does it does it seem the test of time? I would say n- no. Well, that's interesting. I mean, I laughed many times. It doesn't mm. seem the test of time on a like plot level, on, on like in a broad way, but on a joke by joke level, I think a lot of it does. Um, okay, because like there, I mean, slapstick or whatever, and like really funny little wordplay that stands. That's always gonna be good, you know. But jokes mm. about like and there were and I will say. There were some jokes about the fiance that I I did I did laugh like at one point. So, but there was okay. it was a running joke about both how she has body issues and also how she's apparently ugly, even though she's a very normal looking woman. So I don't know what that was, but like at one wow. point, at one point, there's there's a very no, very normal looking woman, and whoever this actress is, I'm sorry that they put you through this. You are not. This is even if you were, that's terrible. But you're also not. You're a very normal. Like you're totally a normal person. But there's a oh, sure. there's a photo of her that Henry McClure has on his desk, and when he looks at it, and he goes, it pauses, and he goes, "Nice frame, that's funny." I laughed out loud. <laughs> I laughed 
laughed out loud. I loved it a lot. So, like, wow. does it... And, like, but a lot of the jokes were just funny jokes, independent of anything, right? And so, like, it stood uh, the test of time in that way. I would say... But at the same time, though, like... At one point, Michael Keaton argues that prostitution is moral, which I think it obviously is. But at one point, he argues yeah. that prostitution... His argument for why it's moral is because without it, men would um, sexually assault little girls. Oh... What? And I'm like, mm. what do you mean? I mean, that's... Why, why is this? I always hear these types of weird arguments from men in movies. I swear, it's wild. So, so like, so like, and I don't think we're we're not supposed to think he's right, but we're not supposed to think he's so like we're not supposed to think that that's as wrong as it is. Right. Okay. The movie's just like, oh, Michael Keaton, you're stupid. Not like, what the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> And the way that they word it is also like sex. What? They word it in a way that is like gross about the little girls too. It's not like it, oh it's. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't want to word it how it was worded. It was so, and also, I mean, so yeah, it doesn't say this sometimes. I don't know. It doesn't. But also, sure, you know, it's what you would think it is. I had no idea what this movie right. was about going in though. I did not know anything. The only thing I knew was like when uh. I when I when I rented the movie on YouTube it, that showed me the poster. And it was a photo. It's like it clearly at a morgue, and I was like, oh, interesting. <laughs> now that's interesting. That is something that is wow. very interesting. Also, this whole time, the whole movie until like an hour and twenty minutes in, I thought that Henry Winkler was playing two characters. I there was a normal Henry Winkler, and then there's a guy who's like. A bad guy, and he's like, you know, kill. Like, he kills someone at the very beginning of the movie. There's like this opening sequence Whoa. where they kill someone, and like I, I thought that that was also Henry Winkler, and I was like, okay, this is every. It's either going to be a reveal that this person, this person has multiple personalities. I was like, please don't be that. Please don't do that. Please don't. Uh -huh. That's that's dumb. I don't like that. Or it's going to be like they look exactly the same, and then 45 an hour, 20 minutes in, whatever, when the person shows up again, I realized it's not Henry Winkler. It's just a different, just a different actor. <laughs> it's just a totally different oh. man. <laughs> It's not everywhere. It's a totally It's just a different man. man. Just a different man. Oh, it's. I was like, oh, okay. it's an easy mistake to make. <laughs> we all think Henry Winkler looks like different people. It happens to all of us. Yes. Also, it happens. Also, so Henry Winkler is a mortician, apparently, or like runs the morgue. I don't. We never see him like with a lab coat looking at bodies. He just works right. there. So maybe he's a supervisor, but also no one else is in the morgue. That's part of it. So I think he's a That's suspicious. It's just so so it before this he was like a stockbroker or something, but it was too cutthroat and he didn't like it. Can you just become a mortician for being a stockbroker? What is the what is the like training that's, like you know what that's such a good question. Can you just get hired? I feel like you have to do a lot to be a professional mortician. I feel like you have to go to medical school. I feel like Yeah, I think you could probably be an assistant. Yeah. Without it. But not, yeah, I feel like you would have to go to medical school. Right? I, Surely. I, I, don't, I don't know Surely. anything. Maybe you don't, but, but probably, right? Because they're the ones who, like, find out the cause of death and stuff. Yes. Yeah. You must do. You must need to know. Or maybe, maybe, maybe they thought he was someone else. Oh, maybe. <laughs> wow, wow. And at one point, Shirley Long, in the very beginning of the movie, she's like, I recognize you. And this cop is like, oh, you hire sex workers. And he's like, no, I don't. And she recognized him because they live in the same building, but maybe she actually recognized him because there's a third man. Or a fourth there's a man, third really. man. Wow, there's so much to think about. So much to think about. So much to uh, think about. Oh, uh, also, uh, uh, there's a podcast. You don't listen to my dad wrote a porno, right? I do. Oh, you do? Okay. I do it's an amazing yeah. podcast. If anyone here hasn't listened, give yourself, do yourself a favor. It's one of the funniest things ever made. And there's a lead character in my dad wrote a porno, there's someone in it named Belinda, uh, and Shelley Long's character in this movie is named Belinda, oh. and I had a ball with that. <laughs> Belinda Blink. Belinda I've Blink. never, I don't think I've ever known anyone called Belinda apart from from the, my dad wrote a porno. I had a French teacher named Belinda. Wow. Yeah, I did. Wow. I did. That's huge. I know. Isn't that something? Isn't that? Something. I can't believe that this movie. I know that I'm I'm ranting at this point, but the fact that the two, no go. the two themes of this movie are sex and death. That's wild. Sex, well, and, sex in the yeah. morgue. Sex and the morgue. Sex in the morgue. Did that happen? It. It. Yes, a lot. I guess. Ah, uh, some what? It was more like the base of operations. I see. Did Henry Winkler have a sex scene? 
he has sex with Shelley Long. They're making out, and then they wake up in a bathtub. How do they get to the bathtub? Why do they go to the bathtub? Nobody does. No, not my business. <laughs> I see. And he's Interesting. cheating at her fiance, at his fiance. But oh, we're yeah, supposed to be like rooting for it because she sucks because she has body issues and doesn't want to have sex with him. That's that's crazy because that's also a, a weird theme in my movie is that they ha- they're having like a lot of sex and then this one time she's too tired and he's <laughs> like, well. She's like, well, that's it then. <laughs> Wait, they break up because she's too tired to have sex once? Well, it sends him into like a spiral. I don't think it's like a catalyst. He's like, oh my God, I've lost my masculinity. She doesn't want to have sex with me. There's this weird talk show bit where he imagines that he's being interviewed about how how much his girlfriend doesn't want to have sex with him. I'm like, it's one time. I cannot get my head around the tone of your movie. I can't. There's like a fake talk it's crazy. show sequence. I can't think in my head. I can't find it. I need to, I need to look this up because I think Jimmy Fallon was in it, in the talk show. So Jimmy Fallon wasn't a talk show host yet. At that point, he was still at SNL. Yes. But I believe that he played the talk show host in this. Oh no, it was, sorry. It was Jimmy Kimmel. I get confused all the time. That's the the least of our worries. Okay, interesting. Interesting. So he goes on the talk show. And then he, in this fake talk show, he's like, yeah, I'm not a man. Why would you be on a talk show talking about that? He's like, yeah, I'm not a man. My girlfriend doesn't want to say something once. They're like really, they're like making fun of him. And then them like, oh, you're a a girl. (laughs) They're like, oh, you're you're not a man because you you couldn't couldn't make her have sex this one time couldn't make um, it it is i was worried it was gonna go into yeah into something gross i was really but worried he respected her wishes i was really worried my movie was also gonna have some sexual assault like explicit i was really yeah. worried it, it was hinted at a bit obviously which is mm. so not surprising for this movie but it wasn't it wasn't as bad in that way as i thought for sure i was worried that this movie was gonna be like rapey <laughs> yeah it wasn't I that was, in that scene i was worried i was worried can I read you some some lines I that made me want <laughs> that I want you to read me lines so bad. I want you to do that so okay. much, Jess. He introduces his his mum and he's like, Yeah, my mum, she spins she's been a DJ her whole life. Which I just think is crazy. <laughs> also, Jess is doing like a impression with her mouth right now. That's really good, just for the record. <laughs> and then um she um at at one point Julia Styles picks a song. And then she goes, um, let's go dance. Let's endorphinize. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh. Another one. Um, that's So she gets, she falls over because she's so drunk. And she goes, that's what I get for drinking in between drinks. Okay. That's better. <laughs> what? What does that mean? <laughs> oh, Julia. Okay. I've got two. Okay. I've got two more. Yeah. yeah me. Um, so his personality is fish. Her personality is cake. He brings he brings cake? her a cake and she goes, yeah, she goes, cake is my world. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Great, great, great. That's, so that's incredible. Fish and cake. Do they combine it? Maybe a fish cake? Um, no, but cake is a recurring theme. Like he keeps buying her cake. And then um, there's this great moment where like the first night they meet, she she runs up to him in the courtyard and hug and gives him a hug, like a drunk hug. Oh, okay. And then the next day, the next day she's talking to the camera and she goes, I thought for sure he wasn't interested, but when I saw him in the courtyard, I knew I had to throw away all the rules. And throwing away all the rules just means giving Hugging him a hug. Him? <laughs> what are the rules? And she was like, I, the way she described it was crazy. It was like they had had sex outside, but they just hugged. They just, she, she gave him a handshake. Yeah. There were, oh my God, there were just so many great moments. That, and there's this Shakespearean actor who starts, he's like the Shakespeare of porn movies, but also he's 20. And Wait, the Shakespeare of porn movies, so he's writing porn? Well, so what's his name again? Zach, Zach Orth. Okay. Um, the, the, the friend who's in a who's in loads of pornos but then he's also he's like he's he's a he's a real scene stealer he's method acting shit he's method acting shakespeare so he only speaks he wears a cape and he speaks in shakespearean tones yeah and language throughout great i like that um and it's it's beautiful so i guess his he starts out in pornos but then 
he goes to like classical acting. I wasn't clear if he was moving to classical acting or if he was classical acting in the pornos. I, I mean, let's pray to the Lord it's the latter because that's <laughs> yeah. incredible. Also, the idea of someone being Shakespeare is really funny. They're not being Hamlet or, or King Lear. They're being well, he Shakespeare. Yeah, he was being like a generic Shakespearean oh, okay. character. Got it, got it. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Got it. Wow. It was... We got Shakespeare, cake, and fish. Whoa, cake is my world. <laughs> cake is her world and fish is his world and together their worlds collide. Wow. What is she doing in the flash forward? She's designing book covers. <gasps> oh my God, I just got it. What? So she designs a cover for a book called Down to You and she paints them both on the cover. I just oh, realized that. There we go. That's that's la- it's okay. That's that's was a reshoot. That is lazy. That is yeah. thrown yeah, yeah. on there. Okay, great. That is stuck. So on. she designs book covers. Yeah, but it's not graphic design. It's like she's she's painting it, which is oh. fine, I guess. I've okay. ne- I've never seen that happen. No. Nor have I. But um, yeah, so she's designing book covers. She's doing like art. Okay. Which is what she wanted to do. And he is doing fish. I thought she wanted to do cake. She did want to do cake, but but she secretly was an artist. Well, we all put on a cake front. That's the classic thing that you tell your parents you want to do. I want to do cake. And then secretly I want to do art. It's the classic tale. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, I can't major in art because like I want to do cake. But I'll minor in art. <laughs> yeah. She, I, I guess she just made it work. She made it work. She made it work. And you, we all know yeah. that if you're going to be a chef and do fish, you got to go to college. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time. Oh, my God. I just thought of something else. What? One more thing. What? What? So he goes to culinary school for a bit, right? Oh, okay. And all of these, there are loads of Italian chefs in a room. And all they're saying is delicioso. They're just saying that <laughs> word over and over again. But the sub, there are subtitles. No, it is delicious. There are no, there are English subtitles that say, mmm, these cookies are so yummy. Oh. What? (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god. Delicioso. These cookies are so yummy. (laughs) They're just saying, they're just like presenting cookies and going, delicioso. And the subtitles are, these cookies are so yummy. Because we couldn't possibly know what that meant. Wow, that also means that they, they couldn't find actors who speak Italian. To say these cookies are so yummy. <laughs> so they just say fucking delicious. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. They're like, don't worry. We'll, we'll put subtitles over it so they know what we mean. <laughs> it's so funny to translate something that's not the translation. <laughs> yeah. And also, it was completely unnecessary for that to be a speaking role. It was like, he's going to culinary school for two seconds. He dropped out and then he drank shampoo. That was his, that was his low point. Mm. Was he the protagonist? Who's Freddie Prince Jr. the main character? Yeah, okay. yeah, he, I think so. It was nice mm. that Henry Winkler was the main character in my movie. I was thinking about it, and yes, I think maybe this is the first movie we've done so far where our person is fully the protagonist. Yeah, which that's was nice. True. Which was nice. We've done that. Everyone has been sort of supporting thus far, with varying degrees of supporting in main or whatever. But Henry Winkler was mm. fully the main actor, like fully the main guy. That's in my right. Movie. Yeah, supported by one Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, who uh, has a mullet in this movie, and also oh. looks exactly the same. Like this movie's wow. forty years ago, and it looks like him today at a wig. With which is kind of no, no, no disrespect to thirty-one-year-old Michael Keaton, but like, how uh, how are you thirty-one? <laughs> I mean, go off. <laughs> he looks there. I say he looks exactly the same. I'm always so fascinated when that happens when people just stop aging. Like, they just are, they yeah. just have their face. Yeah. Because I was watching, I've been watching the Wet Hot American Summer TV show. And, and there are some people who are completely different people. But then, like, Elizabeth Banks has not aged. Yeah, she looks exactly the day. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I would be curious to see, well, this 2000, I, I was going to say, I would be curious to see Henry Winkler in Night Shift versus Down to You, just, like, how he aged. Mm. But 2000, that's, like, a rest development time. So we, we know what he looked like then. I mean, I know. Yeah. Although he looked, a, he was a little bit younger than Arrested Development time. He had brown hair still. He didn't have oh. gray hair yet. Okay, yeah. Yeah. God, he was pretty. He was a great dad. He's such dad vibes. He's such dad vibes. And he was a good dad. He has a, a lot of this movie was actually quite wholesome relationships. Like he was a good dad. He was, uh, they were a good couple. Like it wasn't, there wasn't anything 
too dramatic. <laughs> what was this movie trying to say? What was down to you? I what was it saying? I guess um, you don't think fish and cake are going to mix. But they do. But then sometimes fish and cake can come together. Mm. What do you think your movie was saying? Without sex workers, men are going to sexually assault children. It's just going to happen. Yeah. You know, it's just going to mm. happen. I think ultimately my movie, wow. I mean, the point of it was like, stand up for yourself. Because that was Henry Wibler's art. It was see. like, he didn't stand up for himself, and then he did. But I don't think the movie was really saying that. I mean, it was, but like, that was just sort of, you know what I mean? That wasn't really the, the, the you know, it was really just goofs. <laughs> it was really just <laughs> goofs and gaffs. Also, the, if, you're, if your fiancé clearly has body issues and isn't comfortable having sex with you, uh, she had her. You know, she yeah. had her. It was really long. She's not right for you. She's a bad person. That's really the, the answer. She's a bad person if she doesn't want to have sex with you. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, there was a moment where that was the exact same message as well. So that's... Hey. So no, she's a bad person and you're, you're not a man, was the message. This movie was all about, mm. like, making him a man. At the end, he's like, Michael Keaton, I wouldn't have become a man without you. You're my best friend or whatever. Wow. Just look at, wow. my, just look at my notes now. And uh, mm. at one point, he has a book that is a book of, like, this is a, how to solve a Rubik's Cube, Rubik's Cube solutions. I, I don't know how to solve Rubik's what? Cube. But, like, do you need a book? I don't think you need a book. Right? It's probably just, like... <laughs> A cup. I mean, I mean, this is the '80s, so they couldn't just Google. But like, it's probably just uh, like a page, <laughs> right? Just give you. Maybe this is me being ignorant, uh, but I don't think you need a book. I think it's in. I think I know a couple people whose thing is that they're great at Rubik's cube. Why? <laughs> Why do you Why? know a couple people whose thing? Who's their fish is Rubik's cube? Yeah, their fish is Rubik's cube, and I feel like it's just. Like you just build if you do it enough as a child, it's just intuition. Yeah, and there's I don't like, think there is there is like a solution of how to do it, but I don't think it's I just don't think it's a book level. But you know, Ugh. you know, but maybe someone I wrote. wrote it. Someone spent time writing that. Good for them. Yeah, and I hope they're doing great. Ugh. Oh, also there is a um, there is a so at the end, Shelley Long is in this works at this club basically that's like a i guess a i guess a brothel kind of uh this is all in new york by the way uh and she works at this club mm -hmm. and it, and henry was where he goes to like tell her he loves her or whatever and we learn that someone who works at a club says that the people pay eight thousand dollars a year for membership to that club and i was like what's that 1982 googled it it's twenty five thousand yeah. five hundred dollars is that wow. how much that stuff costs? Is that the price of me pro brothel wow. membership? That's so much money. I don't know That's anything. Huge. I know nothing about this. But that shocked. That was bonkers to me that it was that much. I would say it's like eight thousand today is what I would have guessed. But but maybe now I I imagine that like for super fancy places it's probably like you know there's fancy of everything. So there's going to be a fancy Soho house you know brothel. But I don't know what. But twenty five. But this place didn't look that fancy. It had like a fake, it had like a pool, an indoor pool room that was not, it was like a set. It didn't look great. <laughs> That's a whole salary before tax. That's crazy. That's so much money. Like, is it, is it really worth it? I guess it keeps, it keeps men from assaulting mm. kids. And is it everything worth that? Everything is worth that. Everything. We'll do whatever it takes. We'll do whatever it takes. And mm -hmm. unless, of course, that means uh, having men not have those urges. Um, yeah, yeah that would be. Well, everything else, though. Mm. Mm. Wow, wow. I hope the I hope the sex workers are getting paid a lot. I hope so too. I, I don't know if they get paid on top. I don't know if their pay is like additional. Like they get it's just tips outside of it, and then they have a salary. I don't know how the pay system works in um, brothels in general, but also specifically this brothel. I have no idea. But I hope that they're getting let's do get let's introduced. let's commission a documentary about the finances behind this brothel. This specific That's what brothel. I know. <laughs> this one. <laughs> this specific brothel that was again. It was like an indoor. It was like a jungle theme indoor pool. So it was an indoor pool clearly in a set, and then there was a painted on jungle all of the Rainforest Cafe bathroom behind it. And it's like, whoa! What this isn't this isn't that fancy. The budget is not going on the interior design. Speaking of, I'm going to look up what the budget of this movie was. I have uh, no clue. What was the budget of um, Down to You? I think it was $35 million. 
In 2000. Okay. 1982, this budget was $8 million. So that's probably like 25, okay. 25 million, if that's the same rate. Yeah. My, yeah, 35 million for, in what's it called? Down to You. I always forget. I keep forgetting what it's called. It's, it's such fine. a forgettable title. Oh, I have a question for you, actually. Yeah, go. Why did Henry Winkler agree to do that film? I think it was in the era of like good teen rom-coms. Yeah. And I think maybe they thought that it was going to be a good one. I think they probably, with the cast and everything, I think they probably did think it was going to, it was going to be like a classic. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And then it, it wasn't. Um, I do have one more note. Oh, we, wait. Why, why do you think Henry Winkler did your one? Oh, I mean, it, it's such, it, it's really clear to me. Like he, at this point in his career, he was like still, he wasn't a household name, but he was like, Henry Winkler, he was famous. Like, and this was like a good comedy with, directed by like a, a good director it just feels Shelley Long's in it and she would have been at the height of her fame at this point so it's if I think my guess is this is Michael Keaton's big break I don't know that but that's my guess mm. so it just makes sense that like I don't know the star it feels like the stars aligned this was a good move in his career to do such a big comedy to star in such a big comedy it just makes sense yeah it does when you're the star it does make sense to yeah be fair. yeah what is your final note there is a scene where her roommate, we don't really get to know the roommate, who is also like the only person of color with a speaking role. Of course. I believe. Of course. And so her... Everyone in my movie is white. <laughs> yeah. The move, The roommate is really into drugs and she shows Julia Stiles how to do drugs. And she, they're doing like a bong and she puts a swimming cap on and she's like, hey, if we put swimming caps on, the smoke will stay in our heads for longer. And I just thought that was great. You got to think about things in new ways. You got to think yeah. about things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's it great. It was new age. It was very anyway. 2000. Uh, written by an adult. Uh. Mm-hmm. Wow. The smoke okay. will stay in you your head stay for in your longer. head for longer. Via your ears? I don't know. I, I, the lo- it, I actually had to pause it and think about the yeah, logic. And then real I, realized, I realized that the joke was that there was no logic. Yeah. So I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah yeah you're like let me really you're like get on a blackboard try to dissect it yeah yeah yeah. i'm like let me think about this so (laughs) damn because at what point is the smoke in your head really i that i take it in zero point it's in your lungs okay it's it took me a while to realize that was it supposed to be a joke (laughs) i love it though i love i love that roommate shout out to that roommate yeah shout out to the you know she deserved a bigger role yeah she really did all right. I mean, shall anyway. we shall we try to connect these movies and write yeah. a sequel? So I've so they're both set in New York. Okay. Oh wow, that's so funny. It's not what I was picturing. Okay. So we're in New York now, and I think to me it's immediately clear like one of the Henry Winklers from Night Shift, the millions of Henry Winklers, one of them is Freddie Prince Jr.'s dad. I un- yes, yeah. Freddie Prince Jr.'s dad is a mortician who secretly is running a. I don't know what you'd call it, really. No, no, either. It's kind of just like a, a, a management service for sex workers, is how we just pitch it again. What if he's he's a TV chef by day, but then Ooh. secretly his his real money is coming from the the sex stuff? It's <laughs> interesting. So in the in the studio where they where Ugh. they oh no wait no but they're doing cops they gotta be doing the the cops cooked show. Yes. Okay. Yeah. This. Yeah. They've got to be doing the show. They got. They got to be. They got to be cooked. One million ideas. So they. So they're doing cooked, and uh. and then the. But at nighttime, he moonlights as like this manager, and then yeah, the SWAT team turns on <gasps> turns on him. Oh my god, yes, that's beautiful. And then like the Freddy <laughs> can have that can have like a he doesn't know like whose side he's on, he's going to be on, and then ultimately. He's going to go with the fish. Yeah, ultimately, we need to dive more into the fish, I think. For dive the, in. For his storyline. Oh. <laughs> for his storyline. And I feel like he can continue his healthy relationship with sure. Julia Stiles. I think that's going well. well maybe, and then she writes a book about this, or illustrates, paints the cover of the book about she, this. The ending is the is the book cover of this story. Wow. And it's called... You've, it should be called You've Been Served. You've Been Served. 
you've been served. And then also Witches. works in the morgue a little bit, kind of, I guess. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, Fantastic. Well, I mean, okay. This has been Henry Winkler. Shall this we... has been Henry Winkler. This has been Henry Winkler. Thank you. Um, thank you. Thank you. Good thank morning. You and, and good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for listening to another episode of Tip Tops and Flip Flops. You can follow us as usual. We have a TikTok. We have an Instagram. We have a Twitter. It's all at Tip Tops Pod. And as always, you can email us tiptopsandflipflops at gmail.com to request an actor. If you have any people whose filmographies you want us to take a look at, next week we will be doing Jennifer Lawrence. So stay tuned and thank you again for listening.